Hey, everybody. This is P. Norman Grant with Slim Jim and another edition of The Grapefruit Agenda. A different look at what is loosely termed as news from the Treasure Coast of Florida, around the state, the country, and the universe with a slight penchant toward earth doings. Why grapefruit? Because we're sweet and sour. Sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. Today's report is how can we make DEI, DIE, die? How will diversity, equity, and inclusion die? Well, last time we were together, Slim Jim, we were talking about woke. DeSantis' anti-woke bill. Woke is the umbrella term for DEI, diversity. And as the left uses it, the diversity of race, not diversity of plant, agriculture, sexuality, spirituality, intellectual prowess. No, there's no diversity but the diversity of race in the left's world. It's also got equity, DEI. Equity is everything turns out equally, not equal opportunity, but equal results. So you have the same results with unequal or unequal efforts, which we call loosely communism. <laughs> There's no other word. If everything's going to be the same, that's what the, from each according to the needs to each according to their abilities. That is communism. Last one is inclusion. Inclusion. And that is defying what we've already done. We've included everybody. In fact, I'm still looking for the guy who said black lives don't matter. Who's that guy? Who's the guy that says black lives don't matter? There's no guy. So they made it up and say, well, we must be be not included. Inclusion. Defying the past, the civil rights laws, the Supreme Court laws, the state laws against discrimination. Everybody is included. Every American citizen, what do you say? But as we go through DeSantis's fight coming from the Capitol, he's in Tallahassee and as the legislature is in session, he's producing a lot. In fact, he's, he's adding on to the woke, the anti-woke law, the parents' rights law. And so these are engendering some pushback, some rebuttal. But this is from a week ago. The higher ed overhaul advances in the House. DeSantis's plan of Outlawed, it would outlaw diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in higher education. In other words, not just K to three, but in high schools and universities. So let me let me read from our our local scribes here, Press Journal. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Florida colleges and universities and campus hiring practices dramatically changed under legislation approved by a House panel backing Governor Sanders' call for the sweeping overhaul. So this bill is called HB nine ninety nine. It was approved by the well, Republicans over the Democrats. We fortunately have a state where our legislature is controlled by the Republicans or else. So this press journal and the T.C. Palm and USA, which is their manipulator, their puppet master, say this is a push toward the political right. Now, we on the political right don't say political right. We don't say we are the right. So we only hear this from the left. The left says we're on the political right. But I think we're just in the middle. This is what should be. We're not right of anything. So dozens of opponents, this is now the T.C. Palm, dozens of opponents, however, testified against the legislation. Why wouldn't they? They're on the other side. They're on the left. Many were students concerned about how the proposal could undermine gender studies and social work programs, which often, says T.C. Palm, incorporates some of the principles specifically banned by the bill, including critical race theory, which is good. Intersectionality, got to have more of that. 
and what the legislation titles Radical Feminist Theory and Radical Gender Theory, which, if I'm not mistaken, are in some of the plans and manuals, the teaching manuals, right here in Indy River County. So I wonder what names of kids stood up and said, geez, I can't have my Radical Feminist Theory class anymore? Now, what professor got up there and said, Radical gender theory is a class that I teach so I can get my remuneration, my tenure. I can keep my faculty position by teaching intersectionality, for instance. These are necessary programs. Curricula that is going to keep our world alive alive in a better place. So here's the uh, AFL-CIO. He represents teachers in Florida. He says, it's all fun and games until you destroy one of the best higher education systems in the country, said Rich Templin. Now, finally, they mention a name. The guy with the union, why wouldn't they? So as we see the higher ed bill being contested by the left, we see that they're after the words diversity, equity, inclusion. They say the DeSantis is going to wipe them out, wipe them out as if it were a plague. And Slim Jim, it might be a plague. DEI might be a plague. So along with wiping out diversity, equity, and inclusion, offices and programs which DeSantis has said cost over $34 million across the states, colleges, and university systems. The legislation allows each university's board of trustees to order a 10-year review of professors at any time. I can't imagine 10-year review being real in any college up north. There's no such thing. Mm. But here, the restrictions on tenure, the the attacks on academic freedom, the compelled speech for both, this is the, the leftist article, they're calling it compelled speech for both students and faculty. In other words, they're telling the professors what to say. Mm. Compelled speech will crush the universities, said the president of the United Faculty of Florida. You can choose to vote for freedom or you can choose to vote for fascism, they say. Slim Jim, with the, the gloves are off. I'm looking at uh, the numbers. They say that there's only 1% of monies from the state going to DEI programs. But I can see that different colleges in the state of Florida are getting a lot of money. Matter of fact, Florida State, University of Florida. What is it? FAU, the basketball team. FAU's getting a lot of money. They're getting millions and millions of dollars. So we don't see the 1% as being relevant. We see the numbers. DEI, diversity in education. Yeah, DeSantis is taking a long look at the woke spending. He says $34.5 million. Boils down to Florida A&M receives $4.1 million for diversity, inclusion, and equity. Florida State, $2.25 million. University of Florida, $3.3 million. And University of Central Florida, vastly overfunded in equity and inclusion dollars. So don't be aghast that the new college, that's the one over in Tampa, they have the new administration over there, which admits to being a had been a progressive institution, is having its bias shredded. So DeSantis is on the prowl. He's sweeping. Another way to see DEI is to look at the LBGTQ advocates. Now, this is T.C. Palm again. Now, who's an advocate for it? Florida LBGTQ advocates. Expanding so-called don't-say-gay laws, say quiet part out loud, reads T.C. Palm. And this is, again, the advocates. So, quote, the bill, this is the one that's now expanded, 
The bill is designed to keep school districts from talking about these topics before kids are ready to process them, said Representative Joe Harding, who sponsored the legislation initially, formally called the Parents' Rights and Education Law, or as they say, the critics say, the don't-say-gay law. Yeah, the bill's design, this is from the Tallahassee Democrat. This is the one of the puppets of the USA Today Network and uh, Florida USA. The bill is designed, this is the original woke bill, anti-woke bill. The bill is designed to keep school districts from talking about these topics before kids are ready to process them. That's what Harding said. Great Republican. So uh, in December, amid a federal fraud investigation, this guy Harding is said to have pleaded guilty to the to fraud charges. So this is the left climbing on top of the people who are supporting DeSantis's bills. Now, this is the Tallahassee Democrat people, great newspaper on the left up north. Now, as many critics feared from the start, DeSantis and his allies in the Florida Department of Education have moved the goalposts. A rule proposed by the State Board of Education would prohibit classroom instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation in grades 4 to 12, unless such instruction is required by state education standards or for the teaching of reproductive health classes. So there must be some gender studies in there somewhere, for which a student's parents have the option to have his or her student not attend. So the the Tallahassee Democrat is on the case. Now, as news of the proposed rule first reported by the Orlando Sentinel spread through Florida, it spread like wildfire, like a pandemic, and beyond student activists and LGBTQ advocates say the rule proves what they all suspected all along, that the Parents' Rights and Education Act was just a starting point for the DeSantis administration to erase the existence of queer people from teachings in Florida elementary, middle, and high schools. So we can't talk about queer people in the fourth grade. Now you can't talk about people in the 12th year of your education and beyond. Now, it doesn't seem like a, a big impediment to education. After a year's worth of gaslighting and assurances, the paper goes on, that the don't say gay bill was narrowly focused. The DeSantis administration is now saying the quiet part out loud. This is a famous lefty expression. They're saying the quiet part out loud, the part that you didn't want to reveal, said Brandon Wolf, press secretary for the LGBTQ rights group Equality Florida. This is a big uh, bugaboo from the people from the Moms for Liberty. They believe that that it is never appropriate to acknowledge the existence of LGBTQ people or our contributions to society in schools. In other words, the guy writing this was an LGBTQ. Activists and parent groups say the law has been disproportionately applied to books and classroom materials which gay and transgender characters and themes. And queer students have shared... Queer students? Have they been identified? Queer. Do they Do they have <laughs> ribbons on them that show their identity? And queer students have shared how the legislation and rhetoric among Florida leaders have emboldened some students and adults to treat them as less than. Now, this is the part I get. I really get this. We treat the part the kids who are different and transgendered, whether they choose to be or encouraged to be, we're treating them, the students, the teachers, are treating them less than what? Less? Less than their uh, counterparts. The other people. Yeah. I don't see it. So they, they imagine these bullies are out there. They are telling the bullies who tell me every day that I shouldn't exist, that they're right. And so these bullies, that they're telling this kid every day that they shouldn't exist. Did you under, do you believe that this actually exists, this kind of conversation? I don't see it. Will Larkins, a senior at Winter Park High School, organized a walkout last year to protest the law. I'm terrified. So the left wants you to be terrified. They want you to know that the kids are terrified. So uh, diversity, inclusion, equity. Here's some inclusion news. This is the lady who runs 
the military educational department for the, de- the Department of Defense in the Pentagon. So this gal was uh, spouting off in her in her uh, emails, and she was just sick, just sick of these white people, and she was calling them the Karens. Says, this is Henry Cineros. He's the Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness. Uh, he was responsible for determining the outcome of a probe into DEI Chief Kalisa Wing over divisive tweets about white people, which she called Karens. So she's in charge of all the military personnel. They have schools apparently all across the country and overseas, military schools, to, I guess, create security for people who are military officers. So Mr. Cisneros, are you familiar? This is now uh, oh, Stepanek from New York is questioning him. This is a this is an investigation in the Senate and House. Mr. Cisneros, are you familiar with this tweet? And the tweet is, she can't get over these Karens. Can you please read the tweet aloud? So Representative Lee Stepanek about uh, New York from New York City, about one of Wing's controversial posts. Cisneros read the post verbatim at the hearing, which said she's so exhausted at the white folks in these PD sessions. This lady actually had the caudacity, caudacity, which is an amalgam of Audacity and Caucasian. It's called caudacity. <laughs> this is in Congress, people. To say black people can be racist, too. I had to stop the session and give the Karen the business. We are not the majority. We don't have power. Which brings me to this inclusion. Oh, it means they can be as shitty as they want to be because they're not in power? Exactly. And I've heard this. I heard it in Berkeley. I heard it in Berkeley when they were talking about uh, racism, the word racist. You're the racist. So these people are saying the blacks can't be racist because they're not in power of our society which is just disturbing. It's wrong. It, it is wrong. So here's this wing person uh, who keeps claiming that the racial oppression creates a dynamic where it's impossible to be racist and black. So liberals have stolen the term with this inclusivity. They want to be included in the oppressed and the victimized, but people who are excluded who are actually the Karens and the people who are the, cauc- the Caucasoids. So they create... Caucasity, the audacity of being white. So, Slim Jim, let me circle back to education and Ron DeSantis as we started with the higher ed overhaul, which is ongoing, despite judges like Walker. Education is a very important subject to DeSantis. This comes from the Washington Examiner, one of my faves, who earned through intellect and resolve, and baseball, he used to be a baseball player, his admission to Yale, graduating magna cum laude, it wasn't equitable then. The growing influence of ideology over educators is something DeSantis witnessed firsthand when attending Yale and Harvard Law School. Although there was plenty of left-to-center orthodoxy in those institutions back then, DeSantis said, quote, now I think it's gotten more militant, but it's also gotten more oppressive in terms of trying to exclude dissenting voices and actively trying to suppress dissenting voices. And that's what we're taking a lot of strong moves in Florida for. Reforming higher education. So as we look at DEI, we want it to die. And we have a guy in Tallahassee, Ron DeSantis, who is helping to expose the differences, the conflicts, the issues, the contradictions. And he's doing a great job. Ron DeSantis. Culture war. The culture war is on, and we're winning the culture war. So Ron DeSantis, you stay where you are, sir. We don't need another Florida governor. We don't need another Florida presidential candidate. We got enough Florida presidential candidates. All right, so Slim Jim, this is P. Norman Grant. And come back to us when you can. Squeeze out another Grapefruit Agenda. 
A few of my favorite things are at My Natural Place, right here in Indian River County. My Natural Place recreates local woods into natural home products and furniture. You'll see their beautiful cabinets, tables, hope chests, benches, and more on the My Natural Place website. See great additions to your home from theirs. A great family business delivers quality products after free consultation, then free delivery of the finest repurposed woods from our own Indian River County. So call My Natural Place, P-L-A-Y-C-E, at 772-453-7494. And visit their website, MyNaturalPlace.com. It's a great place.